0: Welcome to the Travel Coach Network Podcast, your weekly dose of travel coach info, inspo, and news from around the globe. Tune in to each episode to hear inspiring stories of successful travel coaches who are building their lives and business around travel all while exploring around the world. You'll also learn all about travel coaching, setting intentions for a trip, adding meaning to travel, and how you can grow your own travel coaching business. Because remember, there is more to a travel career than just blogging and bookings. Now, join me as we reshape how and why people travel. Before we get to today's episode, we have a quick, small ask for you. In a moment, could you pause this episode, go to your favorite podcast player, and leave a review for this podcast? Even if you leave five stars and no words, we so appreciate that effort. When you leave reviews for podcasts, that helps them get discovered by the right people. So that means a future aspiring travel coach could discover this podcast because of your review. We so, so appreciate you taking the time to do that. We'll give you a second to pause this episode and do that now if you can. You back? Okay, great, let's get on with the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Travel Coach Network podcast. It is I, Sahara Rose Devore, the founder of the Travel Coach Network and the creator and instructor of the Travel Coach Certification Program. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Amit Jaipiria. He is a technology product designer and entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience in a variety of industries, including consumer tech, retail, agri-tech fine art, and travel. He is passionate about building startups that empower communities to bring about positive change. Currently, Amit is the founder and chief experience designer at Postcard, a travel media platform that aims to bring together a global community of stakeholders interested in promoting mindful travel through storytelling. Amit, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Uh, Hey, Sahara. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah, so let's dive in here and then we're going to start talking about like how we met and everything, but let's first start with where did your love of travel stem from?
1: So I think I've always been fascinated by travel, even as a kid, but I think it was very much the the old school style of travel, going to Disneyland, you know, going on small trips here and there. Something that's always fascinated me because I just love looking out the window and seeing new places, seeing different people, it's always stayed with me over the last 25 years, but I haven't really traveled the way we're starting to travel now, which is really exciting.
0: Is there a place that you've been that really made an impact on you, or (laughs) maybe it was somewhere you traveled with your wife or solo?
1: Last October, I was in Slovenia. I was there with the Transformational Travel Council. They had their meet up and it was such a special uh moment because i think it was just amazing people great country by the way uh you know amazing people got to meet the locals it was just beautiful the people were you know even the people from the TDC that we met was amazing so i think that was really nice very different from uh, some of the other trips that i've had
0: i love that yeah Slovenia is a beautiful country i've been there a couple times and it's just stunning very underrated of a country to visit wow. right So what inspired you to start Postcard? I know that you and I connected. Where was it on LinkedIn first? Uh, Because Uh we really align in this forward thinking, but yet authentic, fun, holistic approach to just travel in general, right? So where did this idea for Postcard stem from?
1: So Postcard started off actually as a side project. Uh, You know, it wasn't Called postcard back then in 2018, 19, I think uh, it was, uh, my mom had fallen sick. Uh, She was diagnosed with cancer and I kind of had to stop doing my previous work uh, to sort of take her around for medication, et cetera. So we ended up going to Switzerland. It was in the small village in Switzerland and I started seeing the culture, et cetera, and got really fascinated by it. Given the entrepreneurial bug in me, I thought, okay, you know, what can I do to make it fun? Came up with the idea of personal stories, you know, like a micro blogging platform. I could sort of write my own stories and just share it with friends. You know, I was just doing that on the side. I've always been interested in the planet, right? I've always been very passionate about conservation, et cetera. But I never knew how to sort of do something to make an impact in that space. I was just posting about what I was doing and someone connected me with the TDC and I went in there. I met a bunch of hoteliers, travel designers, and it opened up a whole new world for me because... I didn't realize that there were these amazing immersive tours that were being designed by these incredible people. And there were these boutique hotels that were promoting responsible tourism. It meant a lot to me because I think there were people who were kind of finding a way to balance purpose and profit for themselves. And I figured that, look, is there a way for me to sort of pivot the project, make it more meaningful uh, and actually help these companies uh, succeed? Postcard actually uh, kind of evolved into this space of storytelling. With regards to brands and companies that are uh, very mindful of the local communities that they're trying to uplift, came from that space. So once we took that further, I asked a bunch of these companies what were some of the biggest challenges that they were facing. And one of the biggest things that they were talking about was finding the right customer. Because it's really hard to find customers that are interested in mindful travel and are uh, sensitive towards the environment, etc. It's not easy to get them on Google. neither is it on social media. So we felt that, look, me as a traveler didn't know about these companies. And at the same time, there were these companies who were struggling to find people like me. So we said, okay, what if we use storytelling as the magnet to bring this community together at a global scale so that we could then create this connectivity between suppliers and buyers together sort of uh, take travel forward.
0: I love that. What do you think about storytelling is so powerful to be that, kind of that mechanism to connect the buyers and the suppliers, the travelers and the hotels or travelers and the tour operators or or whatnot?
1: I, I think if you think about storytelling, it's probably the most relatable medium that we have, right? We've been told stories right from the time we were kids. It's very easy for us to digest stories and it allows us to really put ourselves in the shoes of someone in another country or another culture. So it helps us build empathy and understanding Which I think from a traveler's perspective is very interesting because now all of a sudden uh, you go with a broader perspective of a destination than you would have had you not read those stories. On the supplier side, it's a great opportunity to differentiate yourself because I think what people are doing is just talking about going to a single destination. And by the way, we'll check off these 10 things that we look at in an itinerary, but they forget to to kind of highlight the why. And why is that country important? Why is it important to see that monument that they talk about, right? What's the backstory of it? So I think it opens up a way for suppliers to also create differentiation, create authenticity and trust, because now they're being ambassadors of the places that they're working with to highlight the local stories. So it it not just helps the traveler because all of a sudden there's a supplier who's taking that trouble to write the stories, But at the same time, it also tells that destination and the locals within that destination that, look, there's someone here who's wanting to share our stories and who's looking out for us, right? Not just looking at at us as a market for people to come to spend their money and then get out, but Mm -hmm. there's someone who also cares about our stories. So it's a great way for, I think, brands to build goodwill in the market. But at the same time, I think it's a fantastic marketing strategy as well for them to connect with these like-minded travelers who are conscious, who are looking for something different.
0: That's exactly why you and I align so much in our beliefs and our kind of missions in this industry. Because there's a lot of research out there that talks about how, in particular, Millennials and Gen Zs are not looking for just any type of experience, yet they are looking for experiences that get them out of their comfort zone um, and experiences that their friends and families and destinations haven't heard of before. How do those, whether they're experience providers or destinations, you know, attract? today and the future traveler. And it all boils down to, like you said, that transformation, those types of experience that are going to make them feel something different, that are going to excite them and fulfill them. And that's really the void that's been existing in the industry. And that's what I've always believed in too. I, I noticed that when I was just traveling years ago for 10 years around the globe, realizing how tourism and hospitality companies were There's such a void in how they were marketing towards travelers when yet this is an industry that is so human-centric and so personal and so full of diversity, whether it's culturally, traditions, locations, nature, and more. Even though the pandemic put a lot of stress on the industry and brought it to a halt for a bit, but I think that is one positive thing that came out of it is that it forced tourism and hospitality companies to now have to rethink their approach to travel because people value travel more than ever before. It's not that people didn't want to travel, didn't love to travel. It's that they realized how they needed travel. We need travel as human beings for a wide variety of ways to different extents every time. It's innate in us. And so now it's up to the companies to figure out how do we fill this void in this new traveler behavior that suits this new traveler behavior, right? That storytelling. And to me, it's really that speaking directly to the traveler and and understanding what they are looking for on a human level. And those stories can really help with that.
1: Yeah, and also I think, you know, one is the traveler wanting uh, such products, right? Mm-hmm. But the other question that we also want to ask is where do they find these products? We want it, but Google's not able to give it to us because I don't know what to search for as a company, right? As an individual. And social media is clouded as well. So that's that's actually one part from where we are coming. And another point that I want to add to your, to your point is, I think COVID's been really interesting because, you know, besides the negativity in there, I think what's happened is people have taken a pause, you know, they've realized that, look, everyone was forced to stay indoors. They kind of had some time on their own with their family, et cetera. And they realized that, look, they were just chugging along and, uh, you know, life is actually fruitile. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, delicate. Right. And it can be taken away from you. So I think a lot of people globally have sort of stepped back and a lot of people have started passion projects on the side. So it's kind of just woken people up, I think to the whole idea that, look, there's more to life than what I have been doing. And I think we can actually leverage on that, because on one side, we are asking suppliers to sort of take the moral authority and say that, look, I want to become more responsible for the planet. And I think there are a few people who do that, but I think a lot of them, we also see greenwashing going on. A lot of people pretending and not really doing it because it's, it's fine. But what if we start inspiring travelers? Right, And that's where we come from. The whole idea with Postcard is let's not look at the supplier community, let's look at the buyer community. Mm -hmm. If we change the way buyers think and they start saying that, look, there's a better way to travel through stories and it's more immersive and it's more transformative uh, as an experience that they'll have, Mm -hmm. they will start demanding that from their suppliers. And when they start demanding that and that idea scales and becomes more, these suppliers will be forced to stay relevant. They'll need to sort of adopt these practices and start becoming more transparent. They'll need to start sort of, uh, you know, adopting practices so that certifications, et cetera, whatever, to Mm -hmm. sort of be relevant in the market. And and if if that engine can scale, it automatically leads towards the good things, right? It starts leading towards uh, regenerative travel. It starts leading towards conservation. It starts leading towards sustainability uh, and so on and so forth. So I think We're in this space now where we've got two ways in which we can look at empowering the community, right? On one side, like the TCN, we're kind of bringing together the coaches and saying that, look, let's try to find how do we educate coaches so that they can create these amazing itineraries so that they have more enriching and fulfilling experiences. But on the other side, we're saying, okay, how do we sort of work with the community and start making them a little bit more aware that this is a better way to travel so that they start finding these travel coaches as well who are aligned with their idea of travelism?
0: It's hard because not everyone's an avid traveler. It's a little bit easier to be aware of what's possible and how travel can transform you when we have experienced it or it's in our blood ourselves as as globetrotters. Even though people love to take vacations, uh, everyone travels to some extent, even if it's a road trip, but they're not fully aware of just the possibilities and how powerful it can be on travel. But that also goes into the storytelling of the, not only travelers, but into the travel professionals on how they market. How do they share their own stories that is going to inspire the potential travelers to understand, wow, I want an experience like that. I want to feel that way. I want to have that perspective on life or myself or whatever it might be, because travel can change so many different things for us in our life. But if you don't know what's possible, you you can't set a goal towards something. That's really super interesting. I mean, storytelling has been around, like you said, forever, but to see it coming into the travel industry, which it has been there to a certain extent, what kind of feedback or what kind of response have you gotten from like the travel blogger industry? Anything?
1: A lot of people are loving the idea because I think what we're trying to do is not push travel. What we're trying to push is stories what what we're really trying to do is let people start reading stories on a daily Mm -hmm. basis. But these stories are told by these ambassadors of uh, local communities that are kind of curating these experiences. Right. While we haven't kind of focused on the bloggers as yet, we're still sort of building a product in that space because I think it's a great idea for them as well to sort of come on the platform and share their stories. What we focused on right now are the tour operators and the boutique hotels. When we talk to them, we're like, you know, while, while you provide these experiences, because they've been there, if you think about it, everyone who's in the uh, boutique tour space or the designer tour space, if you go down to the Genesis and ask them as to why did you start this tour, it's always a story. And if you ask a boutique yeah. hotelier, why did you start your boutique hotel? It's always a story. It's just that we haven't taken that forward into our marketing uh, communications the way we can with higher impact. And that's what's been missing. So I think as a as an idea, I think storytelling becomes very interesting for them as well. Mm-hmm. Because now all of a sudden, uh, both bloggers, but it's a great way for them to sort of start showcasing them to the community as well. No,
0: I totally see that. And you're right. Every the majority of things in life start with a story somewhere oftentimes whether they're cooperators boutique hotels travel agents travel coaches they fail to tell that story they don't find that it's a value or they don't incorporate into their marketing but with the rise of short form content as well we're starting to see a bit more change in that with the storytelling so it's it's a really exciting time for you and postcard right now as we move forward because that's that's not going to go away we're not going to retract from you know (laughs) the progress that we make in the world of storytelling when it comes to travel it's only going to get stronger and more abundant
1: yeah and another interesting thing just to uh, think about is you know we're so used to selling right I think Mm -hmm. people have started tuning out because you you see the ads on uh, social media and everyone says we're the best websites are amazingly well designed Uh, Mm -hmm. everyone's got phenomenal testimonials. So as a traveler, how do you differentiate? And I think that's where uh, another op- opportunity comes in, because I think it comes a great way for these people to start differentiating themselves. So rather than selling, what you're re- using the, is inspiring. Fire people to come on this journey with you. But for, for you to be able to inspire them, you need to start telling stories. And that's a natural way for inspiration to be created. And that builds trust and authenticity for the traveler. And that then leads to possibly an inquiry as well.
0: So I want to know about Stamp. Stamp is fairly new to postcard. Tell us, who is Stamp? Why did Stamp come about? And where is Stamp going?
1: Yeah, Stamp's this fun character. You know, it's, again, uh, pretty spontaneous. It just came out as an idea. And we were like, uh, you know, how do I come up with the idea of humanizing the idea behind mindful travel and storytelling? we were still a brand, postcard was still a brand. So you're like, okay, what if we started working with avatars? So Stamp is our first uh, avatar uh, to enter the team. And he's the uh, digital mindful traveler and storyteller. So we were kind of building this whole idea that, you know, he travels around the world. He meets these boutique hoteliers, as well as uh, travel designers start uh, picking up postcards from him, from them. Right. And these postcards are little stories. And he starts uh, publishing these postcards on the platform itself and inviting his followers or the tribe, which is the community that we're building to start collecting these postcards. So it's kind of like a little bit of gamification that we wanted to bring in. We wanted to make it fun because there's this really cool character. We intentionally kept him younger because we wanted him to eventually become a global icon for future generations. So the youth's voice almost, but also telling us adults that look, You're also doing this for us, not just for you, right? Uh, And this is how we want to see the world. And this is how we want to see you travel. So it's kind of an abstract concept in that sense. We are experimenting with it. But we do see that, look, there'll be more avatars coming on. Each country, for example, could have his own or her own, uh, you know, uh, individual to represent, uh, who then starts having conversations with Stamp. And then Stamp builds his global knowledge of culture and diversity from different parts of the world. And then we layer in ideas like what we're seeing from ChatGPT, for example, AI, where you can actually have conversations. So we actually train Stamp with these hundred thousand plus stories from different parts of the world, and then we ask you. To come and have a conversation with Cham, uh, with Stamp, right, and say that look, what is it to travel in like Botswana? And he'll start talking about the lions of Botswana and the conservation success. And then you say, okay, let me talk about Ladakh, and he talks about the pashmina and the goats and the uh, you know cons- uh, other work that's happening there. So it's really trying to sort of make it fun, but then it also extends the brand into merchandising, like we could have children's books which talk about mindful travel, different things. So it opens up gaming uh, and and so on so forth. So. It's an experiment right now, but I think, uh, you know, it's just fun. And we've been getting a lot of very, very positive feedback. I think people are loving the character early days, but yeah, looking forward to seeing how it evolves.
0: I love that. That's a really fun way to, you know, not only add the fun into the business, but also, I mean, it's strategy too, in what these avatars and the technology behind it. So it's very clever. And also he's very cute. I saw him on your website. And yeah, you're
1: moved by AI. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I just gave it a personality. Uh, and it was all about this mindful traveler, very, uh, you know, all in wonder, you know, uh, wanting to sort of help the world and just curiosity. I made a
0: chat GBT or chat-
1: uh, uh, Dali, which is part of the OpenAI platform. Yeah.
0: Dali, it's called?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Check it out. So in 30 uh, seconds.
0: Wow. I have to see if they can create a TCN one. So let's yeah. see what they look like.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then we can have. We can have them meet up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. That's so fun. I did a TCM podcast episode yesterday and it was about the Skift Megatrends 2023 report. I'm not sure if you saw their live event or read their article yet. They shared, I think, 13 or 16 different megatrends for this year. And when I went through all of them, some of them were irrelevant, but or a lot of them had an overlying theme. And their theme was This emotional touch to travel. So adding that emotion into travel. So whether it was remote workers wanting to have blended trips, business travel having blended trip, or that was where I got the millennials and Gen Zs wanting to have these unique and uh, distinctive experiences a shift in luxury travel and how there's more of this holistic approach coming to there. Obviously, my passion is this holistic approach to wellness travel. So there's this overlying theme of this emotional touch, which I find very exciting that the industry is talking about this or an outlet at least like Skift is talking about this, that obviously interviews and is well connected with a lot of tourism hospitality companies and leaders. I think that is a very exciting opportunity for Postcard because storytelling touches on people's emotions. And as we know, travel is emotional, travel is personal. Are there any trends that you've been seeing or that you've heard of that give hope and support for storytelling in the tourism industry?
1: I'll go even more broad, right? I think mindfulness in general is getting better globally across industry right? Like if you're looking at agriculture, people want biopesticides, they want organic agriculture, right? Uh, you look at all forms of consumption, even even electricity, right? People are looking at solar. So I think globally, what's happening is there's, there's this evolution, or not evolution, but like this awareness of mindfulness and this whole energy that I, that I think is building up. And I think every industry has this opportunity for now new startups to come in and start working towards disrupting the industry because they're targeting working towards this small niche. And it's that niche that's growing slowly, right? So you're not really focusing on the way your red ocean is. you're really focusing on a small blue ocean and then hoping that the trend itself will take it and make it into a fairly big marketplace. So I, I think it's a it's a great opportunity. Uh, and I think it's coming. the trend is coming. you know, I speak with a lot of travel designers in different parts of the world, and I think I'm seeing that sentiment as well when I'm talking personally with these guys. Of course, Stift has massive network, uh, but these are just coming from local people. Where I think it also shows that people are getting into this business because it's happening. The indicators are also that mainstream companies, even uh, big hotel chains, are now starting to highlight the mindfulness in their trade and craft, so that you know they attract these people. So there's no doubt in my mind that this is a it's an emerging trend. And I think travel coaches, boutique hotels, travel designers, the sooner they get on this bandwagon and say that, look, this is a great opportunity because, and it's set up beautifully for them, right? Because by virtue of what they do and the way they work, it's designed around boutique immersive experiences. And the best way to wrap it is a story. And that's why I think it's such such an exciting time.
0: So as we come to an end here, what do you have in store for 2023 with Postcard? Anything exciting, anything new, anything, any new projects?
1: A lot of the stuff that we're working on right now is just, uh, it's extremely creative. We're just coming up with ideas. So we have, uh, you know, we're working on ChatGPT, uh, you know, we're we're kind of training it in our own way to sort of help us write articles on mindful travel in different parts of the world. So that's going to sort of come out in our publication through the Postcard blog. We're working on training it towards uh, having interesting conversations as chat with consumers who want to sort of, you know, be inspired of countries based on certain themes. So that's that's something in the work. We are coming up with a podcast where we interview founders of boutique hotels and travel designers because and we ask them, you know, why they started their journey. How was it like? Talk to us so that we can inspire more people to sort of look at how different people are thinking, both at the trade level but also at the consumer le- level, because I think if consumers start connecting with the stories of the founders of these companies, I think it takes them a long way forward because it immediately establishes that credibility and trust. So we've got a podcast coming. Yeah, I, I think those are the three uh, big things. We're going to start, obviously, now a marketing campaign uh, to start bringing on the community. We have now over a thousand subscribers to our blog. We're now going to look at uh, marketing that. So. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And then, of course, uh, you know, partnerships with the Travel Coach Network, the Transformational Travel. It's all about really bringing together global stakeholders that are very aligned with the long term vision that we all have, because we realize ourselves that we can't do it alone. right? So we need community, a lot of people to come together and then in their own way, uh, complement each other and see how we can help them. They can help us collectively take the whole idea of mindful travel forward.
0: Wonderful. I'm excited for all of that. And yes, we've decided to partner together. So I'm excited for what's to come and all the value that Postcard is going to bring to the TCN members and travel coaches. Lastly, my favorite question, which is is one fun fact about yourself that doesn't have to be travel or business related.
1: Yeah, so I asked my wife that question. I was like, "Can you tell me something?" And she was like, without batting an eyelid she was like, it, you're spon- you're too spontaneous and that's not cool. <laughs> I get ideas i'm I'm creative uh, you know I get ideas I start working on it. so I suddenly enter into a zone and I'm in this world where I'm kind of like I'm scribbling, drawing, writing notes. Uh, yeah, but I just love to be spontaneous. oh, I love that
0: that's fun it's it's good to be spontaneous keeps it keeps life exciting. <laughs> keeps yeah, best- right? Wonderful. Can you share with everyone where they can learn more about Postcard, where they can meet staff and how they can follow and, and keep up with what Postcard is doing this year?
1: Yeah, our website is the easiest uh, www.postcard.travel. And besides that, we're on social media. We post one story every day. Uh, you know, for anyone who's looking to be inspired by a story of a different part of the world every day, just follows us on you know Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, as well as Pinterest. And then we have our blog. So I think that everything's all found together on the postcard travel website.
0: Wonderful. I mean, I want to thank you so much for being with us today on the TCN podcast. It's very inspiring. And I love what you're doing. And I can't wait to see what's in store for postcard. And for everyone, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Travel Coach Network. Learn more at the travelcoachnetwork.com. Come give us a hello in our TCN global community on Facebook. And you can find the link for that and your free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes. You can also find all of Unmeet and postcards links in the show notes as well. well. If you know anyone who may be interested in travel coaching or storytelling, send them our way to our podcast episode. We truly appreciate it. And until next time, my fellow Wanderers, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Travel Coach Network podcast. If you're brand new to the world of travel coaching, you must grab our free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes. Then come share your takeaway from this episode in the Travel Coach Network global community. It's our free Facebook group for aspiring and thriving travel coaches. See you there.